People assume that time is a strict progression of cause to effect. But actually, from a non-linear, non-subjective viewpoint, it's more like a big ball of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. The Doctor. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots, I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses, and we could not start our series about playing with time without a quote from the good doctor. Of course, gotta reference Doctor Who. But today is also kind of a big marker in our podcast. This marks the beginning of our third year recording. We have been doing this for two years now. That means we have a lot of episodes out there. This is season 23. If you have something specific out there that you wish we have covered and we haven't yet, shoot us an email to the address at the end of this episode and we will make sure that we can cover that by the end of the year. But to celebrate our two years, we wanted to do a big event on Facebook. We will have a post on Facebook that we will share out to the world that you guys can comment your books that you've written selfishly in the last two years, comment an Amazon link to it, and one of the two of us will purchase it. And as we manage to chew through them, we will try to give as many reviews as possible. And in other big news, we are now officially on Instagram. So if you haven't subscribed to us on Instagram yet, go follow us there. And we've been posting when new episodes come out, fun little updates to our podcast studio because we did recently move and just other events that we plan to do in the future because we do plan to hopefully go to writing conferences, do some speaking events and start expanding our horizons a little bit in the writing assistance world. Another quick announcement for our two year anniversary, we are having a sale on t-shirts. The very first 10 people to use the code two years That's one word, T-W-O-Y-E-A-R-S. We'll get 20% off a t-shirt from our website. You can go there, check it out. We have plenty of t-shirts. They all have different designs with our motto, write selfishly on them. And it's only for the first 10 people who use this code. So don't delay, get a t-shirt and help us celebrate our two-year anniversary. Let's get into the series. Today's episode is all about time stories about time. Technically, that's what the whole series is about. It's about non-linear story structures. So you will see a lot of people playing with time in their plot, and that's what a lot of today's episode is about, as compared to authors and storytellers communicating a story by playing with time. Those are slightly different things. For today, we're talking about Doctor Who, of course, We're also talking H.G. Wells and a lot of the Avengers realm. Those stories where they're using time as a plot device. So time travel, portal fantasies, ones where you have prophecies that you are working towards. This is very common in your sci-fi and fantasy genres. Pretty much if there's time travel, it's going to be sci-fi in some way, shape or form. The immortality and prophecies and the portal fantasies are a little more fantasy, but how it happens, if it's magic or technology, is basically the difference. Like we've talked about with sci-fi and fantasy in general, magic or technology, that's what makes the difference. 
One example of immortality and using that to play with time is the fairly recent book by V.E. Schwab, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. It jumped back and forth in time a lot because this character was born in the 1700s France and we're seeing relevant events in her life as she's lived over the past 300 years in an out-of-date order. So it's very interesting, a little bit chaotic, but a very good example of using an immortal character to play with time in a story. Of course, one of the classic questions is, if you could go back in time with the knowledge that you have now, what would change about your life? That question is the launching point for a lot of your alternate histories. The Man in the High Castle, what if Germany had won World War II kind of idea. The thing with using time travel especially, but these other structures of playing with time, is that it is not an excuse to retcon your work. I'm looking at Cursed Child. Yeah. So what is the difference between a time travel type story and just historical fiction? Historical fiction stories are stories that take place in that era. It is set in the Regency era or in the 1700s. The entirety of the story exists there. Time travel, it's inherent that the story is set in two different times. You have somebody in the modern era who goes back to the Regency era. Or in the case of the Avengers, they go back to different points in time to pick up Infinity Stones. So there's time travel that's used as a device in the story. And that's really something I want to drive home about this particular concept in this whole series is what we're talking about are storytelling devices. Time travel is a plot device. It's not a genre in and of itself. Portal fantasies are genre that I'll use this particular plot device, but just using time travel, you can still have it be a romance or an action or whatever. If you're confused about what a portal fantasy is, Take Narnia, for example. The portal is the wardrobe. They go through from the real world through the wardrobe to this fantasy world where time is different. And then they live out their lives there, go back through the portal, and suddenly they're children again. Can you imagine how miserable that would be? <laughs> I can absolutely understand Peter in his frustration in Prince Caspian. So that's one example of a portal fantasy, which is different than time travel because they're not going back in time to a place in our world. So there are a couple of ways you can approach time travel. One is that you can change the past, and another is that you cannot change the past. So if you're looking at Outlander and her time travel, you cannot change the past. No matter how much she tried to help the Jacobites win, they lost. H.G. Wells' time machine, same thing. Every time he goes back and changes something about the past, the end result is still the same. There are times where you can change the past. So an example of that is the recent Loki series, where... In combination with the Avengers, they're going back, they're taking items out of the past, they're making changes, and the timeline shifts. So you have the Time Variance Authority that are trying to fix the bad timelines all branching off. 
because we don't actually know how time works, we as storytellers get to explore that in a very different way. So with time travel specifically, you need to have clearly defined rules. Time travel as we understand our world is inherently illogical. If there are inconsistencies in your time travel, readers will notice and they will point them out. And it's really annoying when you have this idea that paradoxes are a thing. And if you touch yourself in the past, the world goes nuts. But then a couple seasons later, your wife can be shooting you on a beach while your wife looks on, while your wife is also still a fetus in your friend's belly. I totally didn't follow any of that. Yeah, that's all Doctor Who reference. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little bonkers there. So, you know, have your rules and stick to them. The same goes for moving forward in time as well as moving back in time. There was a Kuntz novel I read a gajillion years ago, I don't remember which one it was, where this character comes to modern day, but it was a result of like a Nazi experiment, and he moved forward in time, and his goal is to move back to when he was. He was just basically on a Nazi scouting mission through time. If y'all remember what book that was, let me know. I don't, it's been so long. Playing with the future is at least as much fun as playing with the past. So that brings in the idea of prophecy, where you suddenly know an event in the future, and what are you going to do to either make that happen or prevent it from happening and just make things worse? The entire plot line of That's So Raven. Another one I didn't know. (laughs) Either way... Whatever storytelling device you're using, especially when playing with time, use it carefully. Very carefully, with very clearly defined rules. Because time travel is inherently illogical, and you need to be careful on how you play with time. But it's also a lot of fun. Do yourself a favor, write a time travel, at least short story where your main character is in the now and then leaps forward in time or leaps backward in time and experiences something new. I wrote a short story where the main character was a cryptozoologist trying to prove that the Outlaw Pass incident was like werewolves or something. Enjoy it, have fun with it, and most importantly, write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.